Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody's well. Welcome to the boost. Hope everyone's doing great. Have a great day. Meaning makers. Thinking through the pieces here. How do we create meaning? What is meaning? What's not meaning? The hard part about life, if we really want to jump into our lives a little bit and start to pick it apart, is that because of the world that we live in, a lot of what we're going after, really, are are goals that we've given meaning to, but they're not inherently meaningful. And this is really where we have to create distinctions. Between the goals that we have and their inherent meaning. What's driving us towards meaning is our soul. Our bodies can't do that. If we were just a random collection of cells, why would we care about meaning? You think the lion is like sitting around being like, man, I really haven't done good for the lions today. Like, why do I keep on killing people? Like, it's not right. It's a deer. Like, how come the deer can't just like walk by nicely one time? Like, every time the deer comes, I got to like jump its back and like rip its head off. Like, this is ridiculous. It's not right. He's not doing that. There's no, like, you know, peace treaty. There's no, like, you know, domestic abuse for, like, the lion cubs or someone like this and really should. It's not fair to them. Dad's insane. There's no charity. They don't... Animals don't... Okay, there are some unique exceptions and there are some animals that do and animals are awesome and they're God's creations and yes you domesticate them and bring out the best for sure and there's no question for the dog lovers out there that I don't know dogs have this incredible thing you know the dog in Hebrew is a, a kelev kelev and kelev is shortened for kol lev because they're all hard so I don't have a dog but for those that do they speak about them as all heart. But they're still animals, like in all, in all fairness. They don't have a human soul. They don't have what humans have, which is this desire for meaning, which is this existential need to drive towards meaningful goals. You, you can't feed a human and like pat it on the head and like let sh- make sure it sleeps comfortably and it'll be happy you could do that to the puppy you can't do that to the human you can't pacify a human why because the human comes into this world and he's like and she's like come on i got to i got to feel something deeper what is that it's a soul we have a soul the soul is driving us towards meaning the soul requires that life has something more to it. Now, in truth, you can turn it off pretty much. You could totally take the volume of that soul and like put it on mute. You can condition yourself for sure over your life to, to use the, the call of the soul and make it be meaningful to something else. 
right? If every time that soul calls inside you, you say, oh, what it really needs is another series on Netflix, or what it's really asking for is to start talking about the season, or what it's really looking for is I want to go out and date more, or I want to, whatever the thing is that I'm trying to collect. I want to climb the ladder. You could do that. And over time, as the soul calls for meaning, we just attach it to things that are material, materially meaningful until the soul's voice starts to get more and more silent. But you can never satisfy it. You can never satisfy it with this world. The only way you satisfy your soul is by looking at this world and bringing out the soul of the world around us. That's how you satisfy it. Spirituality is not a nice thing to do on the weekends. Spirituality is the process of bringing out the soul of the world. That's the, the power of rituals, the power of studying certain things. That's the power of connecting to the divine. That's the power of taking your life and driving it towards extracting the spirituality of what you do. You could have two doctors and one engaged in a spiritual practice and one not. You could have two lawyers. You could have two moms. You could have two moms. And they're doing the same stuff, but one is in the process of digging into a meaningful spiritual goal of raising children. And one isn't. Period. Of course they're both making sure the kid has enough food. But it's the, it's the, it's what's the goal? What what's driving the meaning? What am I looking for out of this activity? Am I looking for the material success, for the societal success, or am I looking for the spiritual success? Am I trying to extract the infinite out of this kid? Am I trying to extract the infinite out of this relationship? Am I trying to extract the infinite out of myself? What am I here for? What's the purpose of my existence? What's the purpose of this relationship? What's the right thing to do? What, where are my, my traits at? Have I, am I strengthening my traits or am I destroying my traits? Is this transaction going to elevate me as a human being or is it going to degrade me as a human being? Period. End of story. Yeah, I can make a lot of money, but what's the, what's gonna, what's the cost? Yeah, I can get a lot of honor for this, but what's the cost? Yeah, everyone's going to love me. When it's all over and I'm getting into bed at night, like, am I really going to think I was worthy of that? It's a perspective. It's a perspective in life of what am I driving towards? Where am I driving myself in life towards? Am I stopping at the goal of the materialist success? Or do I have something that I am after that is much deeper? How do I get there? How do I do it? There's wisdom out there. We've got to go look for it. A lot of wisdom. Spiritual wisdom. If you can study it. If you can engage in it. For sure. But we have to desire it. That's the step. The step is the feeling of, wait, 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 and then what? Okay, I hit this, and then what? Okay, I get this. And then what? Like, what happens? What do I get? It's just a made-up goal. It's not real. 
It's just that our society values this. I'm going to hit it. And then what am I going to get for it? It's not going to satisfy me to my core. It's not going to, it's not going to really, I'm not going to, the, the thirst that I have for meaning is not going to be satisfied with some trophy that society put in front of me and I run like I'm in some kind of like human race. There's a carrot dangling in front of me and people are cheering. That's what I'm looking for in life. That's it. We go round and round every year. Seasons come, seasons go. Night, night, day, night, day, sun rises, sun sets. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. All you got to do is call. Like, that's it. That's what we're doing all day. Round and round and round we go. Carrots in front of us. Everyone cheering for us. People betting on us. Like, what if this is, this is it? This is it? This is the extent of my life? Until, like, we get too old, then we're like, huh, I don't have that strength for this. And then we start, like, thinking, oh, my gosh, what's really important? And then we shift our lives around. We start giving away all our money to charity. We start talking to our kids again. Like, what? This is it? This is the game? It's it's scary. Unless you think I'm being too hyperbolic. I, I'm, I'm being too hyperbolic on purpose. Clearly, it's not black or white. The world lives in gray. But if we want to live fully satisfied lives... And that resolution that we're talking about really is a cover for something. It doesn't mean we, we shouldn't be healthy. It doesn't mean we shouldn't be wealthy. It doesn't mean we shouldn't be successful. It doesn't mean we shouldn't, we should have everything. Why shouldn't, why should we have less in the world? I'm saying, what's the goal? What's the, what's the purpose of it? What does it do for me? And if the answer is, I like it, God bless, but just know it's not going to fully satisfy. Fine. Dessert doesn't fully satisfy. We still have dessert. But we shouldn't for a second think that's the meal. It's okay to have dessert in life, but not to make that the meal. Because if you make dessert the meal, you're three years old again. That's what three-year-olds do. They make dessert the meal. And have you ever sat in a meal with people before? You'll see. I don't know if I said this before, but you see this all the time. Go to a meal with somebody. If you keep Shabbat and you have a Shabbat meal, if not, maybe there's a, 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 a wedding or a holiday or Thanksgiving or wherever you have a meal with a lot of people. Wherever you have a meal with a lot of people, adults and kids, you will find the same thing. The host, or should I say really the hostess, sets up the table nicely and has to like account for all the kids and who's sitting where and his politics and the kid wants sits next to the parents and the only kid wants to the friend, right? And the minute the meal begins, everyone under the age of like seven is gone. Gone. The entire meal. Unless you have like, you know, chicken nuggets and Franks and Blinks. Gone. And then the hostess says, all right, guys, time for dessert. And there's like radar. Like the kids like hear it. They could be 10 blocks away. Someone's like, dessert, dessert. They have that like, they could pick up on sounds that humans can pick up on. And that before you know it, like bees. They, like locusts from the Ten Command, ten Plagues. They surround the t- And everyone's, and, and mom's like, you, you didn't eat anything. No, 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 this is fine. Mom's like, no, did you, don't you? Kid's like, what are you talking about, ma? This is dinner. I'm eating. Cake. But it's got all the ingredients to it. The kids don't want to have meaning. They want to have pleasure quick. It's hard to fight for something meaningful. It's hard. It's hard to not get lost in this world. It's hard. And it's hard to not allow this quick sugar stimulation of life 
hard to not let this distract us our whole lives thinking that that's going to be our meaning and if at the end of your life you've accumulated the ability to always be in style that's what you got what's the one worth one thing if you look at your hour like you know when you when you're uh, today if those who are involved in like workplace analytics it's cool stuff what they have today they can like track each employee where their hours went and all that stuff at the end of your year you can literally look at an employee like hours on the phone hours in meetings hours in work you know and they can track by groups imagine like getting to the end of your life and they track your life and you have like hours invested in things that you've done imagine imagine what would our thing look like what's the goal what do we after What's the reason why we go to work in the morning? What's the reason why we get dressed up? What's the reason why we do what we do? If the end goal is just this synthetic meaning that our society gave us, then the entire journey, really, it's meaningful enough because we're doing something. And that's tremendous. For sure, making up meaning is still something, really. That's why I believe for some kids... Sports is critical when they're little. I'm not saying you can't follow, as you know, but like I find for some kids, sports like it, it, it makes them. It's made up meaning, but fine. They're kids. They're 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 teenagers. Like let them be busy with games. Let them be busy with sports. Because if they're not busy with sports, they may be busy with the wrong stuff. So for sure. Our lives are filled. But if we want to live rich, satisfied, fulfilled lives, we want to walk around and like really be floating, like be walking on the clouds, right? It's not an intangible thing. It's not, I mean, it's not, it's not an unreachable thing. It's an intangible thing. Right? It's really the focus of why we are even going after our goals in the first place. And it's the recognition that I just need meaning in my life. So I will go after anything meaningful. But if what I'm going after is things that is not inherently meaningful, I'm just delaying the inevitable of me not being satisfied. Why don't I take my life and my goals and and by, I'm not in any way saying that I'm that I'm I've done this. I'm just sharing it with you. I'm we're all the same. Why don't I take my life and ensure that it contains some real significant spiritual goals? How I deal with my relationships and my kids, my career, my jobs, my weekends, my hobbies, whatever. Volunteering, charity, helping people, whatever. Studying it, whatever it is. If I can drive myself towards meaningful goals that are inherently meaningful and my search for meaning is not just a synthetic better that than nothing but it's inherent now we're talking about real meaning now we're talking about real satisfaction now we're talking about getting up in the morning and we're bulletproof all right I hope you think about it over the weekend. It's a lot to 
it's a, I think it's a lot. Okay, everybody, have a great weekend. With God's help, can't wait to see you next week. Have a great weekend. Living on a lifeline The world doesn't ever seem to change Looking for the sunshine But you're caught up in the rain It's like your eyes Are wide open but you cannot see You're watching life Pass you by like one, two, three Walking in destruction The winds of life Blur your vision All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run It's time No one else can set you free, you're locked inside, and only you have got...